The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 97, Friday, February 29th, 2008. Well, I don't know if you saw this article, I read this on Yahoo. You know how we always make fun of computer games and the, the online massive multiplayer uh, yeah, role-playing games? Uh, yeah. Like EverQuest and... Yeah. Starcraft. Starcraft. Well, nah, well, that's like a strategy game, but the ones where it's like you put on a suit of armor on your character and you just wander around in a forest and you fight the other mudding. people. The mudding! It was mudding! It started mudding. Anyway. Like, you know how much I hate it. It's not actually, like, just for example, if I turn on Super Mario Brothers and my Nintendo, mm-hmm. there's different levels. Right? There's different levels, and there's an ending. I defeat Bowser, I save the princess, I win. But with these kinds of computer games like EverQuest and World of Warcraft and all that, there's no levels, there's no end. No, there's nothing. If I sign up for that, well, first of all, it's a monthly fee to play. So if I sign up for that, I make my character, I put on a suit of armor, whatever, a sword... And I just walk around this forest or this desert or wherever I decide to go, and I just wait for other people who are playing mm-hmm. to come up to me, and then we fight each other. Mm-hmm. It never ends. Huh? It's stupid. Well, it's like a lot of computer games, that you know, or any game, you know, that, that video game that has an online mode. There's really no goal. You know, and th- some games, it used to be that games, a lot of PC games had separate multiplayer modes that had their own story, but they gave up on that, like, right away. No, but and the thing like is... it's melees. Right, the thing is, if I go online, let's say I'm playing a game like Quake. If I go online, I'm gonna go against someone. You know, Quake or Unreal Tournament, one of these games. I go online, I find someone who wants to play. Alright, great, let's go against each other. And we have, like, you know, we could set it 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And we have to chase each other around this room and shoot each other. And whoever loses, loses, you know? There's there's an actual goal. But with this, like, EverQuest kind of games, it's not like I go online and and there's someone who wants to challenge me. It's just like I have to wander around the forest... And just, like, wander into people, and it's like, hey, want to fight? Yeah, sure, okay. And then we, like, sword fight or something. Anyway, this is how insane these computer players are. One guy, I remember a couple of years ago, like, one Chinese guy died from playing the computer too long. (laughs) Because he refused to get up and go to the bathroom. (laughs) So he kept holding it in. Uh. And then... And then these other, like, crazy computer people who, they'll get up in the morning, they'll play for an hour, they'll go to work, and then come home and then play from, like, 6 o'clock at night until 3 in the morning, sleep for a few hours, etc., etc. But while they're at work, uh, they, they, they want their character to keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger, so they'll pay Mexican people to play the game for them. <laughs> Uh, while they're at work. And we actually talked about that. I know. Let me see. That was episode... um, Episode 60. We talked about the foreign video game slaves. 
Now oh. the people are so crazy with these games. This yep. one, World of Warcraft, that this married couple, they were married for six years, and they both played video games, everything was fine. And then the wife bought the husband World of Warcraft for the computer. Oh. Right? Because it was the new cool game. Oh, hey, yeah. look, I got yeah. you a present, World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, thanks. Let's try it out. And for the next nine months, after she got it for him, he quit his job. <laughs> he wouldn't go to sleep. <laughs> He wouldn't spend any time with her. He wouldn't do any chores around the house. He wouldn't go shopping. He he didn't have a job, so he wasn't contributing any money. He wasn't paying any bills. And he just sat in front of the computer, not 20 hours a day, not 21. It was literally yeah. 24 hours a day in the chair uh, playing World of Warcraft. It's an addiction. It's like, you know, Dr. Phil's going to be talking about this. You do not play video games for that much time. I don't understand it. I play ten hours of tennis a day. <laughs> That's healthy. <laughs> then why is he so fat? He's an idiot. He made some big stink a few weeks ago about... uh about Spears? No, about that. Well, that too. But on the online video games, uh, like about like the... Um, you know, in a lot of these games, especially uh, most of them are like uh, games like Call of Duty, you know, where you have teams, you know, these clans. Yeah, well, it's and, like an army game. And you yeah, have your, and, you have and your, everybody's, your squad. everybody's on like Xbox, Xbox Live, so they're all like talking on the headset. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's unfiltered. So you have like adults, kids, and they're all screaming and cursing and, and they're, you know, they're using racial uh, epithets uh Epitem, whatever that name is, they're, you know, using racial slurs on each other and screaming and cursing and threatening to kill <laughs> the other guy. It's like insanity. I know. Jeez. I know, but I don't understand why it's an addiction. I can't relate to it. I grew up with arcade games like Pac-Man, Frogger, Centipede, and we had the Atari 2600. We had the Nintendo Entertainment System. But it's no longer a game for these people. So again, the but there's you, no goal. Right. The way you describe it, it's it's not a game. You know, it's this it's like a it's a it's like a lifestyle. I know, but I can see okay, maybe getting addicted to, you know, let's say back then something like Pac-Man, where it's like, oh, I have to break my high score. I have to get the new high score. And now I have to get the new high score, well, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, There's you know, a goal. Yeah, I mean, you get a bre you get a new game, and you play it, like, you know, day and night for, for a week or so. You finally beat the thing, like, uh, and you throw it out, or you trade it in, or throw it in the on right. the shelf. Right, but what I'm saying is, okay, a game like that, at least there's a goal to work toward and, and to beat. No, I'm going to beat my high score. I want to keep playing and keep playing to get this goal. But with a game like World of Warcraft, there, what's the goal? It uh, never ends. That's Maybe that's the problem. That doesn't make any sense. How can someone get addicted to something that there's no goal? So anyway, the wife, after nine months of him doing that, she divorced him. That's it. Mm. The marriage is over, and she said that 
they still keep in touch, and he still is playing World of Warcraft. Uh, but she said if she ever gets married again, it is going to be someone who's never played video games before. <laughs> she said after about six months, it's like, look, okay, I understand, you like video games, you know, fine, spend time with it, play it, enjoy it, be happy. And then she said after, like, the first six months of that, she said, hey, um, I know you're really into the game, you like it, it's important to you, great. But I really want to watch this one TV show with you tonight. Mm. So just pause it, or, or put it down, or turn it off, or whatever. Let's come into the living room, let's watch a 30-minute TV show together, right? Spend 30 minutes together. Have fun, and then you can go back, go back to the computer, play the World of Warcraft. He said, no, I have to keep building up my armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Come I on. Just, uh, I don't know. Stupid. Well, eh, they're morons. Let them be morons. Free country. Yeah. So, my stupid stories... Happened in the last few days. All right, here, here's something I, I don't understand. So this morning, it was my turn to bring the bagels and donuts on Friday to work. So I stop in the Dunkin' Donuts. I walk in. And first of all, as luck would have it, the Dunkin' Donuts, this particular Dunkin' Donuts, was more crowded than I've ever seen it. So Which like, one was it? Uh, the other one, you know, there's two, and that's, you know, within one street apart. It was the, the one on the, the bottom of the hill. In Nutley? Yes. New Jersey? <laughs> yes. Main Street? It doesn't matter. Well, it's maybe to someone it matters. Right. So, I walk in there, and immediately I see something that just doesn't quite make any sense. There is a, you know, how they have tables. In the, in this particular Dunkin' Donuts, there's actually room to have tables with chairs. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, now, in a lot of the Dunkin' Donuts and coffee shops and stuff around this area, you have a lot of, like, older guys, I guess they're retired, I don't know. They get up at the crack of dawn, and they go to these breakfast places and order, like, one cup of coffee and sit there for, like, five hours. <laughs> yapping. Doing nothing. <clears throat> yeah, just yapping. You see what happened uh, yesterday uh, with the Yankees? Uh, what do you think? Uh, I don't care about them. You know, my knee, my knee is killing me and my back. and ooh, uh, <laughs> Nobody cares. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> there is this guy. Had to be, he looked like he was in his 50s. Like, big fat guy. And he's sitting at the table, and I kid you not, he has on display uh, binders of baseball cards and stuff in the plastic sleeves. You know how, like, if you, you know, as a kid, you got the, the binders with the plastic sleeves, you put the little card, the cards go in there, or, you know, you go to a baseball card show, guy selling stuff sitting there, you know? Yeah, all well, the plastic pages. Right. Each so page this, holds yeah, nine yeah. cards. So this guy is sitting there with like ten of them on this table. And then he's got comic books. What? Stood up. What is this guy doing here? 
Is he selling them? What is he doing? Is, is he just looking at them? Does he have some other 50-year-old playmate that he wants to show them to? I don't understand this here. I, and I really didn't have time to strike up a conversation with the guy because I had to go. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, what? What, well, what, what was he doing? He was just sitting there talking to another guy on the other side. What I, would possess I, him to do that? I have no idea. That's strange. It's just one of those things like, what the heck is this? Were they old comic books and old baseball cards? Uh, I haven't collected baseball cards in like seven, eight years, so I couldn't tell you what was old or whatever, but they looked like they were pretty new. Current? I think so. It just made it made so little sense. I, I just couldn't <laughs> even comprehend what I was seeing. And um, my well, we story. used to collect baseball cards. I used to collect baseball cards, and I, mm. like you said, I haven't done it in probably ten years, eleven years, something like that. I don't even. It's what companies still make baseball cards <laughs> anymore? I don't know. I guess Tops and is Upper Deck still around? And yeah, yeah. Fleer and Donruss. I guess uh, you know, there's, you know, one company bought the other. Score. I don't know. That's a web so out of touch, and like, and I don't even care anymore. It just got into insanity. <laughs> there were Remember? baseball. It got. It had gotten so insane that there were packs of baseball cards that were like four dollars a pack, and it would come with I don't know there, two there cards. Were, <laughs> they were more expensive than that. And one card was uh, some prism uh, thing, and then the other card know, had, yeah, had then, pieces of wood inside yeah, of it. Yeah, the piece of the bat, piece of the jersey, the autograph. They were uh, getting insane. Yeah, I know. Well, they were getting insane with that. It's all about the chase cards, the chase cards. Yeah, but the chase card, it ended up being that they were all chase cards. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Like I said... There was another way for uh, speculators and stockbrokers to rip you off and and make. I mean, you know, there's this big thing about the whole mortgage crisis. It was. It's the same thing as the dot com bubble. The same <laughs> yeah. thing as the savings and loans uh, scandals from the 1980s. Yeah, the baseball cards. It was. It was. It's all the same. It's it's guys with money that invest money. They artificially and they manipulate the market. And, and in the case of baseball cards, they created a market out of nothing. Like you <laughs> right. had the, I know. You had the, the guidebooks by that piece of garbage, James Beckett. Yeah. Who, who should be in jail. He should be prosecuted for... <laughs> he no, still makes... It, those yeah. magazines are still around. Yeah. He should be prosecuted for fraud. Why? Because, because this guy made up the prices for these cards. By himself. What, what authority was he? No, but supposedly in, in the monthly magazines, no. there was an explanation that supposedly dealers, right? No. People at card shows, people who mm -hmm. own stores, would write in the value that their cards are selling for. Ah. Uh, and then the people no. at Beckett Magazine would no. would you know, process all that data, that, no. take complete, an average, no. and then publish the average value. Absolutely no. It's a, that's a total lie. But I'm just saying that that was the explanation. Actually, the other, there was another magazine. It was called yeah. Tough Stuff. Yeah, that's still <laughs> around, too. 
Well, my father owned a store, as you know. Yeah. And we, he actually, for a while, in order to get, like, tough stuffs, like, they would give him, like, a few, they wouldn't charge him for it. He would actually fill out the, um, the brochure for the prices. Yeah. You know, so he, and then he would return it, and they, they based some of it, but Beckett did not get up. So what Beckett used to do was, when the cards first came out, Again, these cards were mass-produced to the hill, you know, to the hill. There was hundreds of thousands of them. They're worthless. It's not like some 1920 Honus Wagner card that there's 20 of. No, no. Yeah, I know. The thing is, so they, they wait, went so, from being 50 cents a pack right. for, I don't know, <laughs> let's say 10 cards. Yeah, I mean, that was a joke. I, that's the same thing with, with, with video games. No, I know, but... And, if I went to the, st- if I'm a ten year old boy, and I went to the store when we were growing up, right? They ruined it for the kids. They, they were, ruined- you know, fifty cents. You get ten right. cards or however many cards, piece of right. gum, and then all of a sudden, the next year, same cards. It was just like the updated cards. Oh, they you were know? glossier, and it was, and then it was like two dollars a pack. Right. Then it was three dollars a pack. Then it was four dollars, and and it wasn't even ten cards. It was like five cards. Well, the stadium, three cards, one the, card. <laughs> the stadium club cards, when they first came out, they went up to some of the shows. They went up to like twelve, thirteen dollars a pack. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I know, I remember that. A pack, the whole set's worth probably twelve dollars now. Well, now, yeah. But what I'm saying is, what would happen was they would come out with these cards. They were mass produced. The no, but that's what I was saying. Like, they used purpose. to be 50 cents a pack, and there were millions of them. And then the yes. next year, they were $2 a pack, but there were still millions of them. Yeah, well, what happened Nothing was... Nothing changed. They no, just what, raised the price. What would happen was the distributors and the card companies would purposely hold back the production so that the demand would get so high that they would, would be forced to inflate the prices. And the Beckett people would inflate the prices and inflate the prices until it got to a ridiculous amount of money. And what was happening was people who, you know, bought a ton of the cards at, like, wholesale value, when the prices after, like, three or four months, the prices went up to some astronomical value, they dump them off on everybody. And And then a month later, the price would go down to 10 cents. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Remember one of the card sets? You know, there was all kinds of, like, non-sport card sets. Yeah. I remember one in particular was the Elvis cards. Oh. Your father bought a, a, a whole box of the packs of the Elvis cards. And you open up, you open up a pack, and they were blank. <laughs> right? That's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, you got ripped off. I do remember buying a box of packs of those uh, Valiant comic book cards. Oh man! And the stores were charging a lot of money for them, and I Valiant. had, a, I, I ended up putting together a whole set. And all the special uh, uh, special insert cards and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, so th- that's worthless. Of course. I could have told you that then. 
all those old Marvel cards. They're, they're all worthless now. Yeah, they are. Everything. Well, the, the Marvel cards were cool to look at, though. And the G.I. Joe cards were cool to look at. Oh, to collect and to look at them, yeah, that's fine. But I mean, people who thought that they would be valuable, are, they're worthless. Remember there was uh, uh, the original Transformers. They had Remember they had the cards? You've seen like the ones that I have. Yeah. They're like smaller. They're like the size of like playing cards. Yeah. Have you have you looked on eBay at some of the what the prices are on some of those? They want like like four hundred dollars for a set. That's crazy. I know. I remember a couple of years ago I bought an, an unopened box of those old Nintendo cards oh, that had the scratch off things and the stickers. The whole entire box never touched, never opened. It was like three dollars. Oh, well, that's not that bad. And, and I also bought an unopened box of old Donkey Kong cards. Really? I don't which were those. from the... I didn't even know these existed. They were from the early 1980s. Yeah. And again, it was like it was like three or four dollars for a box. I said, yeah, why not? Hmm. I'm not going to spend hundreds of dollars on something like that. That's a waste. And then uh, my other story. Ah, oh, man, I'm just annoyed. Comcast, right? Is the cable company that I have? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but the digital cable, they originally I had in my room. I had this like you know like this big box that Panasonic made, and um, you know it had like an S video out and the video audio video outs on the back and all that, and L you know the LED display in the front. So I was hooking. I'm hooking everything up. Via the, 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 you know, the audio video cables to the TV. And I'm trying to use this one. It's just not working. I'm not getting any video. You know, I'm calling Comcast. I'm calling them and can't figure it out. So I bring the thing back to Comcast. And rather than giving me another one of those boxes, they give me this small box, which is about the size of like a, well, you know, with like a little cable modem is now. Yeah. That Motorola made it get on like the tech websites. It has gotten terrible reviews. <laughs> Why? It's a oh, They say it's a piece of junk. <clears throat> so they gave me that. Well, what's the difference? Other than the size. Oh. Well, it doesn't have a, it doesn't really have a display in the front or anything. And Oh, really? Yeah. The remote control. I, you know, infrared eye is not as good. It doesn't show the time? No. It's a little thing. It's small. Oh, that's terrible. So, but I, actually, I kept it because I needed the room with all my stuff that I have on the thing the TV is on anyway. So I hooked that thing up. <laughs> it works. Oh, and as it turned out, the, there was not a problem with the other box. It was the wire I was using. <laughs> so I was like, oh. <laughs> and so I plugged this thing in. Okay, it's working fine. About two weeks ago, I go to use on-demand, the free on-demand part, communications error. So I call Comcast, and they're, they they can't figure it out. They're sending signals to the boxes left and right. Finally, I call back. Some idiot woman's like, oh, they probably fried the box by sending too many signals. What? Uh, so I go. Back to Comcast again. I return that box. I get another one. 
I bring this one home. I hook it up. Everything on is working fine. I go to on demand. Doesn't work. Communications error. Granted, I have two other TVs in the house that have the other box that I had previously. The on demand's working fine. Yeah, but when you go to Comcast, can you request the other box? Um, a guy told me one time, yes, but I asked when I went there the last time, and they said they don't, this is the only one they had. All right, so it didn't work. So the other night, I call back. I get some woman down in Georgia. <clears throat> She's going through all the motions, this and that, and the other thing. I, finally, this woman's driving me nuts. She's trying to tell me that uh, it's sort of like if there's 200 people, if the system is designed for 200 people, and 250 people are trying to get onto it, then 50 people are not going to get onto it. So, uh, sometimes you will get an error that you cannot connect, which my response was, look, uh, if it did it once in a blue moon, okay. It does it every single time I try to use it. That's not the problem. Yeah, but not only that, if you try to use it on the new junky cable box and it never, ever works, and then you immediately go downstairs and test it out on the original box, right. and it does work, yes. then obviously there shouldn't be a problem connecting. Yeah, so I said that. Her response was, well, sir, not every box, not all boxes are created equal. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? Why are you telling a customer this? Are you an idiot? What do you mean not all boxes are created? Most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. I'm like, why am I paying for this service? It doesn't work. Well, sir, technically on demand is a free service with your subscription. <laughs> At this point, I, if I, if she was in front of me, I would have belted her with phone. <laughs> like, what? How can you tell a customer that something you're offering doesn't work and it's too bad because it's free? Right. So I'm like, can you just send the signal? Every other time I call, I, they send the signal. And she's like, oh, I already sent the signal. I'm like, well, it's not working. And she's like, well, we're going to have to get a technician there. Like, what is oh, a technician boy. going to do? Go <laughs> check the lines. I'm like, look, there's nothing wrong with the wire. I'm getting the other channels fine. There's nothing wrong. It's something on your end. You're not doing something right. You have to do it again. Get me somebody else. No. I would have rather talked to the people in Bombay. And, um, Did you uh, turn off the power? Uh, <laughs> Is the cable box on or off? It's off. Okay, let me send the signal now. Are you seeing the picture? No. Is the cable box on or off? It's off. It has to be on. The signal will not be received. I said turn it off. I know. Well, that's like every time I call Time Warner. Not that I have tons of problems, but if I ever do have a problem and I call them, it's always the same thing. Okay, well... Turn it off and then turn it back on and see if it works. Okay, I already tried that a million times, of course. No, it doesn't work. Okay, turn it off and unplug it. Now plug it back in. Let it 
boot up and all that, and now see if it works. I already tried that before I called you. I'm not an idiot. It's always the same dumb steps every time. Oh, uh, uh. Well, now I'm stuck. I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. Well, is it working? No. Oh, you <laughs> you didn't figure it out? There's nothing for me to do. No, but I mean the, the situation hasn't been resolved? No. Well, sir, not all boxes are created equal. If she was in front of me, I would have belted her with phone. <laughs> <laughs>